Hey everyone, it's Opie and I'm here with the lovely Katie Sweetman of Empowering Astrology, Scorpio. Scorpio, yeah. Scorpio, the perfect person to talk about a very Scorpionic event happening in early 2020, the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. Yes. yes, we're gonna be feeling it, I think kind of into February, um, but the exact meetup of those two powerhouses is January 12th. Yes. And you work with people um, transforming, you know, taking a transformational approach to astrology. Right. So right. tell us about empowering astrology a little bit. So empowering astrology is more of a holistic look at astrology and this idea that how can the planets or how do the planets help us to be our best selves? So I see the chart as a blueprint, as a map for you and, and what you're trying to achieve in this lifetime. So we all have to kind of keep working on different parts of our life, almost like notes or keys that we're bringing into, into harmony. And even something like Saturn and Pluto, which is a, let's say a little bit more of a uh, harder energy um, can really bring some very powerful things in 2020. So I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited to talk about, you know what? It's uh, like us, you, it sounds like it's sort of a coaching approach to, to astrology. And yes. what's exciting to anyone who does coaching is like, we actually look for the breaking point. Like yeah. where is that moment when you've just kind of had enough of your own crap? For, yes, you said it the nice way. Um, because sometimes we just have to hit that rock bottom or get sick of it. Or planetary events happen that kind of force us to go into that change and make that transformation. Uh, but you were telling me earlier um, how you discovered astrology as a teenager. Yeah. And you that's pretty pretty cool that you did your chart as a teen. So, so yeah, the story. The, it's a great the, one. the story that I have is that my dad of all people, who's an engineer and like a West Point grad, like the last person you would think would be into astrology, there was astrology books laying around the house. And when I I think I turned 14, I got a computer for Christmas. This was pre-internet DOS era. Yeah, like I'm, I'm an early myself. adopter of, of the um, computer too. I love it. So he put the software on the computer and I was like, what's this? And I put my information in and you get this black and white chart. But yeah. that was the first time I saw my chart. And it's, there's, I, I mean, I'm sure you had very similar experience. There's like this instant like, yeah, what, what is this? Yeah, what, what? what is this? How can I figure this out? Um, this is pre-internet. So yeah. I was going to the bookstores. I was going to my high school library and the local library. Okay. And I was looking up everything that I could find on this chart. You know, what's this symbol mean? What does this hmm. sign mean? What does it mean when this thing is in this thing doing this thing to that thing? And I was obsessed in a very scorpionic <laughs> yeah. way. Totally. Except when I started to read about my chart, some of the things that they kind of wrote about the different planets and maybe the more difficult planets, then there's always going to be something in the chart that's difficult. But it was written in a way that made me feel as a 14 or 15 year old or even 16 year old, it reinforced a very negative view upon myself, a negative view upon the world. Right, because the books then were kind of like, you have this, so you are less. Right. Astrology has become less deterministic in the postmodern phase of it, but. Yeah, in the 80s, 
definitely 70s, 60s. 70s, 80s. And yeah. it's not just to, to put rose-colored glasses on, because I always tell people that I'm a Scorpio. So like if something's meant <laughs> to be difficult, it's meant to be difficult. But I always say that astrology measures a lot of things, but it doesn't measure consciousness. So if somebody else born on that same day or you know with your chart or those planets might use it differently they might bring a very different consciousness to it as a twin i know that we're, right we're, i mean you're we have you, different you personalities it. how do you explain that well we're right. human beings of free will and that bingo that sort of is the cocktail with what's happening as above so below it's what you do with that downloaded astro dna right i think so so i had that moment where i was like you know, maybe I was much older and I was getting into my 20s where I was like, wait a second, there has to be something I can do with this. This can't mm -hmm. be my, my, my hand that I've gotten for this lifetime and then I should just like give up. Right. You met, and you mentioned that Saturn, since we're talking about Saturn, was one of the prominent Debbie Downers in your chart. You said you have some squares, I right? Which are harsh angles. squares. Yeah. So Saturn is square my Mercury and Saturn is square my uh, Mars. And then if, you know, it's not even square Neptune because I've got this Sagittarius stellium square my Saturn and Virgo. So, and let me pause and explain what that is just for anyone who's new to astrology, a square. So the planets are sort of like the actors in the movie of your life. But in any movie, the actors have scenes together and they either have good chemistry or difficult chemistry. A square is like a 90 degree angle between two of those actors. It's harsh. If you've ever seen a right angle, it's like this. So they have to kind of, it can be exciting and dynamic. Yeah, it's, it's the friction and the pushback that you need to create something. Yes. Squares make things happen. Everybody gets very excited about trines and sectiles, which are lovely. These are mm -hmm. different aspects, you know, not to talk to astrology speak, but... Can I astro geek for a minute? Yeah. Well, let's, let's geek off for a moment. And yeah. these things can open doors for you, like a trine or a sextile, the good aspects but you really need that hard energy to make things happen in your chart mm -hmm. so you might have a square in your chart and I've, i hear this from clients from time to time who know astrology almost too much astrology if you know what i mean they're like they're like oh i have a terrible chart and i'm like you have the chart the most perfect chart for you for you, for I, you. i'm totally aligned with that yeah the trines and sextiles and easy or soft aspects as they're called or angles are it's sort of like having a trust fund versus the squares and the, and the harder ones are like the stuff you work for well when you work for it you also build character you learn how to become self-sufficient so with the saturn already being kind of the the taskmaster planet squaring other planets in your chart you really probably to push through yeah a lot of maybe self-doubt or barriers Fears. or circumstances but once you overcome them mm -hmm. now you're able to coach others through right. them right so you probably do a lot of chart readings then i in your do business, do right? so most of what i do uh is one-on-one -on -one client consultation so yeah. i'm helping you to step by step align more with that highest potential of your chart what did you come in with to achieve mm -hmm. and since we have free will we forget our our, our best intentions our highest right. intentions and we get yeah. caught in our, our ruts and we get stuck and then we have astrology that helps us get out of our way yeah it's kind of this beautiful almost it's almost a paradox but it's like in order to like in order to activate full free will become conscious of as you put it the blueprint or the map you know of how you're wired now when you when you see your chart 
like you did as a kid, you're like, oh, this is the hand I was dealt. I'm stuck with this. This is what's going to happen to me. Why bother? We don't want you going that way, you know. And as you learn astrology or have a reading with a professional astrologer, you can, you start to learn where you have more choice. As you become, it's like when you get a, a new piece of electronic equipment. You might take it out of the box and know know nothing about what to do with it. But then when you read the instruction manual, which is what your chart is, you're like, oh, I didn't know it did that. And you become, you get more fluency with it. So that's uh, one of the ways I like to look at it too. I also love what you said about your dad being an engineer. I'm going to, I'm going to disagree that that's an unlikely person to know astrology because astrology is a system yeah, it is and a system. engineers love systems. Now, what, what sign is your dad? My dad's asked? an Aquarius. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Aquarius, Scorpio rising, but he has Mars and Pisces. So okay. he, he's, there's definitely that that more intuitive side, that more mystical side that I don't think he gets, well, this is my own personal <laughs> you philosophy. You know your dad. He doesn't have a chance to express, but I, that's, yeah, you're, you're right. There is an, an, an analytical quality to uh, astrology. It is a system. Yeah. And I think that as his daughter, I, you know, what I did, because I'm a self-taught astrologer. Yeah, so I just reversed engineered the chart over time. And I, you know, mm -hmm. and I still, to this day, I pick it apart. I, you know, I try to like put it back together and see how it, how it works. So cool. I don't think there's any accident that you're the daughter of an engineer or that an engineer would use a system of symbols uh, and mathematical calculations. Astrologers are nerds. Good astrologers yeah. are nerds. Total nerd. Give us the data, but you have to have that intuitive thing right. to also interpret it in a way that is empowering, right. to use your word to yeah. others. So a Scorpio daughter would take dad's engineering mind and translate it. So let's talk about Saturn and Pluto coming together. So, you know, and, and framing it for ourselves in a powerful way. What do you so have to say about that? Saturn and Pluto are coming together in the sky. It's the first time they've been together since 1982 was the exact conjunction in November. So maybe some of you were not born yet maybe yeah. some of you were alive then and you remember that time in your life so this is not a very common event every 33 to 38 years they align exactly and so cultural breakthroughs or shifts and personal the yeah. last time it happened was in the sign of libra so this that whole let's say last cycle is very much about relationships and how we connected to one another mm -hmm. um so now saturn and pluto are coming back together in the sky and uh, they're doing so in capricorn so for those who maybe been paying attention to the astrology or not but saturn has been in capricorn since the start or the very end of 2017 beginning of 2018 and so it's meeting up with Pluto in Capricorn. But I think it's really important to know that Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008. Yep, November 08, yeah. historic time in the election here. The election. In Capricorn, which rules governments and authority figures and career and business. And, but it did that first dip from January, I believe, until April. I might be wrong about that. I might have done a retrograde in April of 2008. But the point is that there's a part of your life, if you look back over and this is 12 years at this point which is slightly bananas because yeah. time is going by Getting so through quickly that. um there's a part of your life that's demanded total transformation and that's what pluto does pluto as a planet in astrology it demands total transformation it demands that we 
tear something, well in this case because it's Capricorn, tear down old structures, tear down old barriers. Mm -hmm. And you can go back and look, I mean, and, and see your life as maybe your life in total, maybe a particular part of your life is vastly different than it was in 2008. So you've been doing this work, whether you realize it or not, to transform a certain part of your life. Now here comes Saturn, and Saturn is this planet that we were kind of talking earlier, you know, it kind of can be a little bit of a harder energy. But the reason I love Saturn so much is because you know exactly what it wants. There's no ambiguity. Saturn, <laughs> strike <Saturn>, shooter. <laughs> Saturn wants to make sure you are doing your work, that you are being an in integrity, that you are accountable for your actions, that you are growing and building and setting goals for yourself and working towards those goals. And, you know, as we were saying earlier, when you have that easy astrology, the, the, the trines and the sextiles, to be a little bit of a nerd for a moment. <laughs> easy is, is wonderful, don't get me wrong, but easy doesn't build anything. Right. You need that push. And so as a part of your life, and we can get philosophical or even spiritual about this, that there's a reason it needs to be transformed. You need to go through this process. So mm -hmm. Saturn, as it comes up to Pluto, is checking in on what you're doing with this part of your life. Because Saturn, I say it's like the man with the clipboard, or woman, you don't have to be yeah. gender specific, but is looking Person. at the clipboard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, how are you doing on finances? How are you doing on relationships? How are you setting boundaries and setting, you know, so it's, there's this big check-in that we're all having. It's kind of annoying, but kind of, but it's, very it's, important. It's like, know, yeah, it's, a little helicopter parent, a little personal trainer accountability That's coach. actually like, I have, like, I see Saturn can come to you in three forms, almost like the three ghosts of Christmas, yeah, like Christmas ghosts. Um, it's, Saturn can either be your personal trainer, which is my favorite version of Saturn. <laughs> uh, Saturn can be the parent setting boundaries, saying Authoritarian no. kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or Saturn can be the cop. Yeah. You don't want that type of Saturn. So yeah. I think that's why it's, it's, it's good to really kind of make sure you're eating your vegetables and paying your yeah. bills and like doing what you're supposed to do. Saturn becomes a cop the more you ignore yes, Saturn. So, that's true. so um, what's interesting is like, you know, there's so much astrology information out there being dispensed now. So a lot of people who haven't studied it uh, as deeply or maybe as long, um, I don't put time, you know, I don't, I don't say you have to have studied for a certain amount of time, but you do want to have an understanding. Like a lot of people will take a very basic interpretation and just put fear on it. So many people have heard fear mongering around the Saturn-Pluto conjunction to your point about the clipboard and the check-in, it's like, how have you been doing since Pluto went into Capricorn in late 2008 or for the last yeah, 12 years? 12 wow. Years. How have you been doing for the last 12 years? What have you been doing? And, we're, and when we go through the zodiac signs, you'll have a chance to check in on the key area that you're going to be. You're going to have a little visit from... Uh, hopefully not the cops, hopefully from the <laughs> loving but firm personal trainer. Um, you know, where, how are you doing there? And it's a great time to take stock. So if you have been doing your work or have been, and by doing the work, that means really not skating by, right? Like right. looking at, like examining those things, like, you know, I really could stand to grow up here a little bit or to do things differently or to be responsible for the impact of my actions and choices. If you've been doing that transformational Pluto work, you may love the Saturn-Pluto uh, alignment. 
but you you do have a special name for it anyway, right? So when it's it, when we were well, we, as this kind of is released to the world, it will be 2020. But mm -hmm. throughout 2019, um, we were getting a, a preview of it. Oh you yeah, know, they were dancing with Pluto each other. We're, yeah. we're doing a little bit of a tango in the sky. They didn't quite have the exact meetup. So close we close enough to feel it. This though. is not like. January 12th happens and, and we're like, what suddenly like a, 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 yeah. a, a switch flips on. This is mm -hmm. something that we've been feeling throughout the past 12 months. And so you know that there's a person, you know, part of your life that kind of needs more attention. You're feeling it. There's this kind of sense of uh, uh, maybe some, I, and, I, and this is what I've been noticing a lot with my clients is that there is a sense of an area of their life where there is some fears that are coming up. And mm -hmm. so the word that I was using throughout 2019 to describe these two plans together is the wrecking ball. And I know that's a little bit of a strong metaphor. I, she's a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. I speak <laughs> in strong yet loving metaphors. Sometimes we have to die in order to be reborn. So <laughs> said with a Scorpionic <laughs> wink. I love it. Um, so, you know, in 2019, there was an area of our life that may have experienced the wrecking ball, depending on what sign you are. This, and this idea that here's the thing, when we are terrified of change, we will white knuckle hold on to anything that is long past its expiration date. Yeah, we will. Whether we it's a relationship, whether it's a career, whether it's, you know, even like a fear or a way of seeing the world or seeing mm -hmm. ourselves. Yeah. So I think the, the you know, I look at astrology, you can look at the planets from their, let's say their negative expression or their positive expression. Yeah. It's not a judgment, but one will destroy, one will create. And I think that even though Saturn and Pluto together, there is a destructive element to it. We would say in classical astrology speak that they are malefics, mm -hmm. um, but they Malefic are- meaning the bad guys. The bad guys, the bad guys. I, yeah. they're, they're like the two of the big generals of the, uh, of all the planets, and but I think that something is clearing uh, that needs to be cleared. So let's go through the signs and not leave them in suspense. What area of your life is going to either be cleared, wrecking balled potentially with a plot twist of afterwards it'll be better, um, clean slated, Marie Kondoed, choose your metaphor, decluttered, you know, or just reinvented. So. Let's start with Let's Aries. Let's start with Aries. So yeah. Aries, you've been in this long 12-year story around remaking and transforming your career. So this might be your professional life in general. This might even be your goals and your ambitions. If you look mm -hmm. back, you might see your career is in a very different place. You might even be doing something very different yeah. than you were in 2008. And I know this or is differently. Like, differently, exactly. And I know this is like, everybody's like 12 years. I can't remember last week, but I, right. I think it's important for, I'm a big picture astrologer just to be able to connect Absolutely. those dots of what this kind of great celestial story that's happening. In fact, if you, uh, many of you guys have a copy of our 2020 horoscope guide, there's a seven page uh, chapter on Saturn and Pluto coming together and all the different historical cycles like throughout uh, the millennium that have, uh, you know, from the transatlantic slave trade starting to the birth of the personal computer to uh, start of World War One. Start of World War One, the stock markets closing for six months, um, the Federal Reserve being found. There's so many like fascinating, yeah. like huge events that happened with uh, with Saturn Pluto conjunctions in the world. So, yeah. you know, so 
if you're curious, Aries or any other sign, that's all. Um, if you're a history geek like yeah. me. Yeah. It's, it's, and into research. It's wild. Yeah. So, so for Aries, it's actually really good to look at that because economic patterns and shifts with you being in this career transformation, mm -hmm. really important to be aware of. So that's the area of your life, Aries, that needs your attention as you go into 2020 and will need your attention throughout 2020. And this is for all the signs that even though this kind of, let's say, main event in January, there is a story that's playing out and we'll kind of get to what the latter parts of that story are. Um, but I'll kind of go through the, uh, the rest of the Zodiac. Yeah. Um, well, what's an empowering way that an Aries, let's just say the wrecking ball does hit for each of these signs. Like, what's an empowering way that they can meet that? So there's a couple of ways that uh, Aries can maybe meet this energy. One is really examine your fears uh, that's preventing you from, let's say, going towards the professional goals that you want to, how you are living small in the world. Mm -hmm. You There might be a career that you've been wanting to do your whole life or you know, maybe it's in the back of your head and you've been afraid to because it all, you're not supposed to do it. There's a story. There's mm -hmm. all these things that are preventing you and it's going to require some courage knowing that the, the planets are trying to support you into this new chapter of your life. Um, for the first half of 2020, the what's called the North Node of the Moon will still be in Cancer. Oh, yeah. So Beautiful. it's important that for all the signs, knowing where you need to be nurtured and fed and held and cared for is really important as you go through maybe possibly a transformation event. Not every sign will, not every person mm -hmm. will. Mm -hmm. um, so for Aries, I think it's really important that you are really having your needs met right now. And whether... Always important for Aries to have their needs met right now, but uh, I kid. But yes, okay, so take care of yourself. Watch the fears. Notice how they might stop you from going as big as you are meant to this right. year, especially Make... with Jupiter, the maximizer, supersizer, also in, in Capricorn for the first time since 2008 as well. Really tend to your nest right now, Aries, because that's going to be the, the support and the grounding that you need to make these big changes in the world. Okay. So how about the Tauruses? So my I, I, Taurus is <laughs> such an interesting place right now because Uranus is also in Taurus, which yeah, is they're another Taurus story. You another... are the most un-Taurus like you've ever been in your life. You, exactly. The security that you want is just like not even interesting yeah. to half of the Tauruses anymore. So Taurus, um, this energy is happening in the part of your chart that talks about how you see the world, how you see yourself in the world. It may even speak to what you believe in, your faith, and even mm -hmm. education. So this might be a, and I'm see, and I'm kind of framing this also with the fact that Uranus is in Taurus because they are in a state of major reinvention till 2026. Til 2026. So on top of that, it's like you have to kind of get out of your way right now Taurus. Yeah. Taking risks, your relationship to risk, taking growth, faith, as you said, is being challenged by this. Yeah. So how, you know, and Tauruses are so strong on their values and what they believe and where they stand. And that's that. Can that could get a wrecking ball get a, yeah. in the way because yeah. we all know and we've had it happen to us in our own lives when we have a very narrow view of something that really prevents us from seeing the full picture right. and even seeing all the possibilities. So it's like Taurus, if you are kind of limiting your thinking right now, that's going to, you, know, you might see the wrecking ball come in, something that really is trying to 
open your vision, but in a way that might kind of be that like slap upside the head, so to speak. Yeah. And it's so interesting because, you know, there's that cliche, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything, probably written by a tourist possibly. But you know, it's like, it's this, it's going to be this dance, like the Saturn Pluto conjunction, uh, Pluto rules, uh, all the things that have been subterranean and below the surface and Saturn is what makes things tangible and real and puts it into form. So they're almost opposites in a way. Um, there's certainly two forces that have different agendas. So for, for Tauruses, it's going to be, I think, a dance between what do you stand for and like where is that actually an anchor that's important not to give up or to honor, but also... Where is that, like you said, limiting you or getting in your right. way? Because the North Node in Cancer is what's called your third house, Taurus. So this means you need to have some flexible thinking in new 2020. Ideas, yeah. New ideas, new perspectives. Yeah. It's okay to go back to the drawing board. If you maybe have been like totally invested in your viewpoint, your worldview for years, decades, your whole life. And that might, you might have inherited that from your family, your community, but your, let's say your, your, your best bet, your friend right now, um, is to really find new perspectives. So taking classes in 2020, yeah. um, talking with people, exchanging ideas, getting that breath of fresh air to kind of help you open your right. vision. Load up those podcasts, watch all of these. So. Uh, so next up, we have Gemini's. So Gemini's has, I feel like Gemini has been a little bit of a tough squeeze uh, since the beginning of 2018 because they've had all this stuff happening in the part of their chart that talks about facing their fears and really having to go into the depths of yes, themselves. the eighth house, it's intimacy. It's what's called Gemini's eighth house. So I, you know, and I'm just being real here. I think that this is one of the, the harder uh, transits to go through, but I think the most productive because when you go through, and there's always a time for everything. Astrology teaches us that, that mm -hmm. there is a time for us to go within, to really examine ourselves, to look at our fears, to face what makes us feel vulnerable. Yeah, which Geminis don't always like. You know, they're an air sign. They're light. They're breezy. And even though they're the sign of the twins, these twins are two autonomous kind of beings, whereas this eighth house is about merging and losing that sense of you and I and merging into we. So some of those fears, I think, are going to come up around that right. as well. So how can they how can they deal with this shadow work or vulnerability or truly sharing and becoming as one when they are the sign of two you know i'm getting a spice girls song in my head <laughs> to become one 90s yeah. flashback you know, 90s are in gemini so is here to teach us how to 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 understand the, the duality of life because life is light and dark and and they mm -hmm. kind of go back and forth so effortlessly and that's what makes them that's like their superpower mm -hmm. so while you know this this year I, I've been telling all my Geminis, you really need a guide right now. And if you know your mythology, even in the Greek mythology, you needed Hermes and you needed um, mm. you know, what's called the psychopomp. I'm using some big SAT words. Bring them on. You need that, like, that guide to go through your personal underworld. So I think a Gemini, if they haven't already, it's good to work with somebody. It might be a therapist. It might be a counselor. It might be a coach. transformational coach. Astrologer. Exactly. Astrologer. Um, so this is a time when you're really having to go into the 
depths of yourself. And this, this, in Saturn's like, hey, how are you doing with this? And it's, it's kind of a reckoning in some ways. It's where you have to look at your personal proverbial demons yeah. and let them go forever because they are standing in the way of your life. They are self-sabotaging. Um, and this does also include money because this yeah. is the part of your chart that talks about this wealth and maybe even sometimes lack of wealth or lack of resources. So needing to get very good with your money story is important yeah. right now because Saturn is, is wants you to make sure that your your debt is like focused on, you've got a plan, you've got a budget, you are paying your taxes. Right, it's that it's the other people's money, the eighth house. So, and that's also energetic. So you're working on your prosperity consciousness, as it's called. How do you think about money? How do you talk about money? And how do you handle those large amounts? I've seen a lot of Geminis really uh, shed some layers and allow intimacy into their lives. In the past few years, a lot of growth from Saturn. A lot of growth. And so you may actually be ready at this event to to truly surrender to a level of intimacy with someone or to receiving wealth and allowing that's the the best outcome that can come of of releasing those fears around yeah. that you know really? money sex and power money sex and <laughs> why power. hold on to that uh, other stuff when that could be yours just really tearing finally tearing down those old shadow structures yeah so you can clear some space for something much better yeah so cancer, uh, let's talk about that. There's all relationship stuff for them. Yeah, so cancer also in a bit of a squeeze this year and also in 2019 because mm -hmm. they've had to do a lot of work with relationships. So this is a much longer story, cancer, and you know what I mean, since 2008, you've had this big story about transforming what relationships mean to you. And I mean all relationships, it's the, you know, that part of the chart for you is how you socialize. It's how you connect, it's how you learn to negotiate and interact with people, but it is also partnerships, your romantic partnerships. So Saturn and Pluto is are coming together and really, you know, what is this old story around connection? What is the fear? How are you letting people in? How are you letting the wrong people in? Mm -hmm. You know, where's that shadow work coming in? Because sometimes Pluto in that part of your chart, you may have dated Pluto, you may have married Pluto, you, you may have Pluto as a boss, this idea that you're really having to stand up for yourself and face your fears. And I'm probably not saying anything that you're not going through already. So you're probably like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, what's uh -huh. the role as a Cancer that you're playing in relationships too? Because, you know, there were there have been eclipses in Cancer and Capricorn, your sign, the sign of the self, and then your opposite sign, relationships. So you've been, you know, in 2008, when this all started, uh, 2009, 2010, there were Cancer Capricorn eclipses, and there are again yeah. since July 2018. So throughout this, you've had even more upheaval happening where you've had to remix how you do you and how you do relationships. So I think for a lot of Cancers, it's also um, what's the role you play? Because Pluto, what I want to point out here, is a projector too. Pluto can project onto others what we need to look at in ourselves. So Saturn's gonna check us all if we're do if we're like, they always do that, the finger's gonna point back. So right. if you as a Cancer, for example, are excessively caretaking and then complaining that your partner is lazy or you're uh, overly self-protective but complain that there's nobody out there for you or it's so hard to date, Saturn-Pluto's gonna definitely, I think, 
bring the clipboard to that. So also, I, you, this might be a look in the mirror for you, Cancer, mm -hmm. and 2020. And you know, I, I know you can do it. Like I know that sometimes some of this really deep emotional work is uh, maybe not your favorite, but you do have Scorpio somewhere in your chart. So I, <laughs> I believe that you can. And you probably have at least call. one journal in a drawer with right. with a few pages left in it if you're a Cancer. So use them. Yes. Use so them. Do yeah. that work. Um, I know you can do it, Cancer, because what's happening, like, mm -hmm. I think to uh, what what can you focus on to kind of get you through this time is that you need to really find yourself in all of this and find your autonomy. And so you don't lo lose yourself in some of these um, uh, emotional and relationship dramas that have been playing for a long time. Let's talk Leos now. Leos, Leos have uh, the wrecking ball coming to their sixth house of health and organization and day-to-day -day tasks. The sixth house. The sixth, sixth house is fun. House. How do you see the sixth it house? The sixth house. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm a secret Virgo. That's my joke. The, but yes. Saturn <laughs> Virgo. and Virgo. Saturn yeah. Virgo. Um, <laughs> i where my Mars and Anyway. So <laughs> I, you know, Leo, this has been a part of your life, a very long part of your life where you've had to have a completely different relationship with your body and how you inhabit your body, how you work with your body, how you feed your body. Um, so there's this, as Saturn comes into Pluto with the with the conjunction in January, it's a check-in. How are you doing with your health? How are you doing with your diet? And this stress I, levels as and well, stress right? Levels. And sometimes with Saturn and Pluto in that part of your chart, there's been a lot of overwork. So how do you create some more balance? So I think Leo, and if you're not doing this already, Leo, it's really taking that moment to uh, uh, audit and to assess how you are showing up on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. How are your systems? Are you working harder, not smarter, to drop another cliche? Are you, are you organized, you know? I mean, my mother's a Leo and love you, Mom, but oh my God, the piles of papers and notes that have overtaken the house in this in this 12 year period as she's building all these ideas. I'm sure some Leos can relate to that. Like, how are you organizing all the, the big Leo uh, inspired missions? Because Leos are here to do big things and you do need that back office admin in place, you know? Yeah, if any sign that's gonna get that Marie Kondo or at least the potential to yeah. like clear out or the need it, yeah, that mm -hmm. aren't sparking joy. Because you know, Leo, you are the sign of joy and creativity right. and, and you gotta take a really hard look at what's not really supporting you right now on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. Even if it's And that can and be people too. And people. Because Leos are a protective caretaker. So the Saturn Pluto uh, meetup might have you really looking deeply at your relationships and and again, when people say that a lot of times, it's like, it's so easy to be like, get rid of the toxic energy vampires. That's not what we're doing with Pluto. We're not projecting that onto them. We're gonna look at how we've enabled that, how we've set up that dynamic by being maybe micromanagers or wanting to control how things are done our way. And I'm very guilty of that, I'm not even a Leo. I, I, I empathize if you do beings. that, yeah. And yeah, Pluto is really uh, giving us an opportunity to look at ourselves and how we are, we are a part of the system, even yeah. if it's a negative system in our life. And so. you know, I'm kind of getting, I'm looking forward to that wrecking ball because I got to just say, this is a personal rant for a second. I'm a little tired of the sort of uh, 
the blaming kind of vibe that when it seeps in it's like it's it's amazing that we are speaking out about injustices but we are ready in 2020 to move beyond just being passively pissed so leos may actually be the ones that help us lead the charge of moving into action so we shall see we shall see and i think i will also add just because the area of your chart that is what you need to nourish right now is your connection to something greater Mm. spirituality opening up um even if it's meditating maybe even connecting to your higher self but if you believe in something more that you might be really nourishing um your spiritual connection right now yeah or take a moving meditation walk move move the energy leo so everything has to go even like the psychic baggage (laughs) yes you don't need that anymore (laughs) so virgos yeah speaking of cleaning out um so virgo uh this is a part of your uh, time in your life rather when you have to really honor yourself and i you know virgo you often put other people first which is i know you are the sign of service you do it so beautifully but sometimes you get lost in all of it so virgo you have a lot of beautiful talents you have a lot of uh uh, things that you could be creative and uh, you know things that you can express with the world and this is a time to really let yourself shine in your own yeah. beautiful Virgo way because like I said Pluto has been in this part of your chart for 12 years and it's like how are you being your worst enemy mm-hmm. and so that's the shadow work that's happening right now so here comes Saturn and Saturn is saying hey how are you taking yourself seriously? How are you really honoring yourself and valuing yourself? And investing in and yourself investing as in yourself. well. So for Virgos, it's interesting because it's in your fifth house, which is very creative and expressive. It's it's about joy and being self-expressed and romance and love and the heart. And, and children. Yeah, and children and fertility, any kind of fertility, whether that's a creative idea or an actual human being you're birthing. I don't know about you, but I see a lot of Virgos give and give and then go into this shutdown where they have to cut everyone off or they're pissed off. They're very resentful. Very resentful. And that is toxic to the mission you have on this planet. So you may become aware in January of like the message that that you creatively have to share. A lot of Virgos, I find, are super artistic and talented. Mm -hmm. They're not just a bunch of you know, engineer, pencil pushers, dusting. So, I mean, HR do, managers. Yeah. <laughs> now every Virgo I know does tuck the wayward tags back into my shirt and pull hairs off of uh, my clothing so they can't yeah. they can take the Virgo out of the Virgo. But The world you know. would fall apart without Virgos. <laughs> it would. It would. But you have, you have a right to have fun. Yeah. So where are you fun. not having fun? Exactly. So that's like make fun, make you a priority in 2020 because nobody else is so this is not to say that you have to stop being of service and really attentive to other people because that is very much part of your astrological dna but how do you bring some more balance so and love you know a lot of you know a lot of virgos are not necessarily virgins per se but they can be very monk like or to themselves or hermit like so opening up to love if you're one of the virgos that gives lip service to it, but doesn't fully have it, you're going to get a look at why and what to do about it, I think. And then what you need to bring in is is friends. You really need friends and allies mm-hmm. right now. You need community, the people that are going to really see you and recognize you and support you. And maybe hook you up with one of their maybe friends. Maybe hook you up with one of your friends. <laughs> right? Why not? Better to meet someone who's vetted if you're a Virgo, too. 
Yeah. Right? So Libras, you are having some home action for the yeah. house. Yeah. So Libra, you've been in a much longer story where you've needed to tear up the roots of your life. I know a strong metaphor. I'm a Scorpio. Work with me for a moment. <laughs> so since 2008, maybe you have made some massive moves, massive changes in the home environment, maybe even issues with family, some shadow issues with family or the past or childhood memories. And that part of your chart is the foundation. So you've been kind of almost like ripping out the roots, which I know is again, strong metaphor. So, but the, all the Libras I know in my life, like that part of their life has been a little unsettled and they've been trying to settle down and lay down roots, especially since Saturn went into Capricorn at the beginning of 2018. Yeah. So for you, Libra, you know, maybe you've, you've gotten married and you're building a home with your partner. Maybe you're welcoming a baby into your life. Maybe family, even though it's been in the past a sticky issue, you are making your own family or really having to prioritize your emotional foundation, your emotional roots right now. And Libras do tend to be such accommodators, givers. They want everyone to be happy. Right. I mean, gosh, my I have a Libra relative who's moved from California to the islands. My Libra younger sister, who was in New York for almost 20 years, bought a home in Detroit where we grew up and is flying back and forth. and. Another one of our Libra editors has moved down to the mid-Atlantic for an easier life. It's like, what is home for yeah. you? Uh, and, and, and hopefully for those Libras who just really went for it, you will see the Saturn-Pluto conjunction let you finally settle into that home. And maybe, you know, there's they all have renovations going on exactly enough, yeah you know, whether mm -hmm. it's like a literal renovation a psychic renovation emotional renovation mm -hmm. so definitely that part of your life uh, home family and then your internal emotional needs has needed to be attended to so as you step yeah. into 2020 this is a check-in how are you doing what's the role of family in your life where do you live where do you need to plant down roots so it's a time of settling down in 2020 it just might be settling down a way that's very different than it has been in the past mm -hmm. um, and so this is and I think that this has taken a little bit of emotional toll on Libra so make sure that you are getting the support you need but I also think that with uh, cancer being the part of your chart that is what you need right now so really setting some goals for yourself really setting um, focusing on your career goals and your ambitions because even though you're at the bottom of the chart so to speak you're laying a foundation that over the next uh, 14 years I know I like to think in long I do too. stretches of I time it's, like it gives I'm, people something to look forward where are we to. going you know where are we heading yeah, towards it's like, oh, okay I'm 14 years 14 years so, you know yeah. you know 7 14 you know, I'm talking Saturn uh, cycle yeah. right now you know what are you eventually going to build in the world and so this mm -hmm. is a very important time to make sure your foundation is good and so there's stuff from the past memories families traumas you got to like take it out of the soil of your life because mm -hmm. that's what's going to support you for better or for worse over the coming years so really make that that sure that container of your life is in a good place and who are you being in your family what's the role you play uh, I've noticed something with Libras sometimes they're very uncomfortable kind of individuating and separating and they don't even go through that process where you go, this is who I am, this is who they are, it's okay. And it's so crucial 
your happiness. I was observing uh, in a pop culture example, Kim Kardashian, who's a Libra, her her holiday card this year was like, it's usually always super glam. And it was like her and her kids and Kanye in sweatpants. And like, I don't even know if she combed her hair <laughs> on the steps. And I was like, well, is this a, is this a good thing? Or is this, a, you know, I is think this she's misogynizing too, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. And Pisces moon. I think. Yeah. Pisces moon. I, I kind of, uh, yes, I know that, guys. I know the Kim Kardashian. We star. do. We need to know because them all. Because she's an, I mean, whether you like this or not, she's an avatar for this era. And I think it's yeah. personally important to see what charts the avatars of our era I have. I think so, too. I love that. Ava she's an avatar. She's so an avatar. If she's wearing sweats, and I don't know if they're all Yeezy's new line or not. It could have been a, a veiled endorsement. But, um, you know, maybe we all need to... Put know, on our off-duty Kardash <laughs> and uh, wait out the Saturn Pluto. You know the the last time um, that Saturn Pluto were together was in Libra, um, which I think that right. is in her chart. God, I yeah, she's uh, 19, why do I know this? She's nineteen eighty because Scorpios were But uh, there's this um, you know because I live in New York City, I'm on the subways, and there was this ad for the like, there's a Pierre Cardin um, exhibit at Brooklyn Museum, and the stuff that he was doing in eighty two, eighty three was just so like heavy and oh, like wow. looked okay. like uh, like I said stormtroopers by way of I Asia. I remember that big um, uh, geometric pads. shoulders. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like it, it was Grace it was. Jim. It was fashion, but in a way that felt like it was going to punch you in the face. So um, it's yeah. interesting to see how this stuff seeps into uh, mm -hmm. the collective, you know, whether it's fashion, whether it's art, or whether it's the people who are the celebrities or avatars. When you get obsessed with time, astrology, uh, every single person on the planet becomes an opportunity to learn something about astrology through them, through the way they do life. It's, it's really fascinating. So we don't judge. No, it could be no. Kim Kardashian, it could be Donald Trump, it could be, you know, Maya Angelou, could, whether you loathe or admire the person or whatever, they are uh, fascinating astrological and teachers. And sometimes when I teach astrology, and this is me just being a jerk Scorpio, I'm like, we're going to look at the charts of the people that we don't like because astrology is not looking at the charts of the people that we only like. We no. have to make sure we have a really holistic view and non judgmental view because everybody has a chart, everybody has a chance to live that chart's highest potential, whether or not we believe they're not mm -hmm. um but uh, it's very informative um not to pathologize of course but yeah, to just but kind judge of, the person not the chart just just judge get a their action just yeah. get a different perspective yeah that's uh, i love that I, i'm totally aligned with the way you do that so let's get to your sign the scorpios, scorpios. and their third house of communication yeah. and ideas getting hit by that wrecking ball that wrecking or transformer. Ball, yeah. So, and I can say this obviously from personal experience and, and the example that I was giving in a couple talks I did recently is that the since 2008, Pluto has been in the part of your chart that talks about communication and how you use your voice and how you think and how you learn. And uh, for me, it has been a very long journey because if we were to mm -hmm. rewind the clock 12 years, if we were sitting, if you were like plunk past me here, <laughs> I would like, you would not hear me. I, I had a, I didn't, I wouldn't say an inability to use my voice, but I definitely, there's been this long journey of, of transforming my voice and finding the empowering my Scorpios, it's like, what, I got to talk? I'm not yeah, telling you Yeah, yeah, normally I don't, you know, Mercury in 12, I like people, I'm actually very quiet, mm -hmm. but I've had to find my voice. And I'm sharing this personal 
story. So that Scorpio, maybe you, um, that sense of transforming how you, you speak and how you communicate and how you think and learn is happening in your own life. So here comes Saturn and Saturn is checking up on how you've been using that voice. And, and I will throw in choices too. I've seen that our ability to understand choice and to make the right choices oh, also falls within that part yeah. of, the, of the chart. So you might be making some very important decisions in 2020 that really set you up for like the next big chapter of yeah. your life. Um, but Saturn is saying like, hey, how are you using your voice? Um, you might be spending, you know, for me personally, there's been a lot of writing, there's been a lot of learning and social media, social media, exactly. you're on all the grams and the books, all, you said, all yeah. the grams and all the books. Mm -hmm. So this is a time when you need to really uh, take that final wrecking ball to anything that's preventing you from being heard, from you using your voice and being able to communicate in the powerful way that I know you can. Scorpio. Um, and this can include, you know, all those fears and insecurities that come from a very you know, elementary age um, that yeah. you learned not to use your voice. K through 12, childhood, being teased, being bullied. Right. That third house does rule that elementary school and, and uh, early childhood age. You're right. So early teens. Look at I would say, yeah, excavate any stories about life that you made up as a child or a teen and maybe even forgot that you made up. Where are those still limiting you? You know, nobody's going to make fun of you necessarily, but you may right. be reacting to life as if that's going to happen and silencing yourself. So those are, you know, the wrecking ball will take away the stuff that's no good, doesn't serve you anymore either. So let we're going to talk we're going we're gonna to speak in Scorpionic terms. So the yeah. Scorpio, what, we're not dressing this up for you. You, you invented this language. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah you, yeah, you might have a book in you, Scorpio. You know, the part of your so. chart that really uh, needs that nurturing right now is uh, the part that talks about publishing and, right. write, you know, getting your, your, your ideology and your philosophy out there. You might need to be traveling a lot um, in order to get the new perspectives that you need to kind of get through this time. Um, it's funny because I'm going to be in two different countries next month during Talk this. I know it's just the way that it kind of lined <laughs> up. But um, so that's, you know, make sure you're, you're nurturing the sense of faith and the faith that's going to get you through this time. But Scorpio, I know you got it in you. You, you, were, you were literally born to, to do to, this, to do this and, and to transform Find that power. Next up is my sign, Sagittarius. Sagittarius, my happy Your rising birthday, sign. my rising sign. Thank so we're, you. We're, I'm in good company. Yes. Um, so Sagittarius is the part of your chart that talks about money. So second house. Second house. Daily so habits, money, mundane things, all the boring things What for you Sages. value, what you spend your money on. So... If you look back since 2008, your money story maybe has gone through a massive transformation. You might even earn mm. a living in a way that's very different than you do right now. That's so true. I think it's been a little bit of a hard time for Sagittarius. We gave you having Saturn really kind of sit in your house of money and make sure that you are really, uh, let's say, spending the money and earning the money um, on the way that you should. Yeah. Um, so I think as you go into 2020, really look at these old fears around material stability, um, anything that's preventing you from creating the material life that you need to support yourself. Mm -hmm. And that could be habits, that could be, str I mean, 
we've been restructuring our business all of 2019 and I mean even looking at new ways of doing things like doing this talk show style instead of just hunker down writing as I have been as a Sage for 2008 so the way you work where you work what you do with your money I mean there may be an audit uh, literal or you know of some kind needed of the way you spend your money or save or how you like you said how you use those day-to-day -day resources yeah. but, you know, but if you've been learning a lot about money or building a business or building new habits, maybe you'll see that finally that investment move and, and pay off in January. Because it's important to realize, and this is for every sign, that wherever Capricorn is in your chart, that even though there's a lot of pushback and resistance, ultimately that's an area of your life that demands that you make to create that mastery. That's yeah. that's the bigger promise of your Capricorn house and by extension your Saturn. So yeah. you might become a money master at some point in 2020. Instead of just a master at spending and unlavish decadent <laughs> I know, feast the for thing you and all your friends. Sagittarius yeah. like wants to be super extra, but this is a time. <laughs> we do at all times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, me too. And then this is a time <laughs> when you can't be extra, but for good reason. You know, you, it, I think it really is kind of getting um, very specific about what you need and like not, you know, maybe not being as extra. Right. Um, Keep that carbon footprint down. Do you really need that stuff? So Marie Kondo of the cosmos is going to come knocking probably for, for Sages. But yeah, it's, it's hard, you know, to... it is hard. And I, and, and I say this just as a, you know, this is a personal share, but I, you, I've been doing astrology for a long time. I started my business in 2010. Um, I've been seeing clients pretty much regularly since 2011. Um, but I had a, another full-time job. So I have a background in IT and graphic design and I, left my um, my full-time corporate job in March, so March of 2019. So I understand this Great. total restructuring of money. Now we're yeah. obviously different people, but we're experiencing the energy in, in our own way. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's good to know. Um, and I think, you know what, some Sages also keep their freedom by not anchoring into anything, not having too many possessions, being kind of nomadic. Yeah, the so, classic yeah. Sag. Yeah, so you may actually find that you want, that you see the joy or the opportunity at least in planting some roots or anchoring yourself or just, you know, maybe you're just doing too many things and less is more. So that's something to look at too. And, and really nurturing um, the the hidden side of life and really facing your fears and, and having people that can really go into those intimate parts with you. I think that's what's really going to nourish you at this time because Sag, like you've had to like really get in there yeah. with everything. You're so self-reliant, but it's a way of avoiding that. So someone sees the things you don't want them to see about you, it's like, Sag. It's like trying to pin a Sag down. You're like, rut, 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 rut. We are so... squirrely ones. Yes, it's true. <laughs> well, let's talk about Capricorns. Let's, Enough yeah, about me. Cap let's talk yeah, about you. Yeah, um, no, I'm just kidding. But you know, Capricorns, yes. Capricorn, you, you need a hug. And I'm, I'm, I think you've been <laughs> through a lot. Come here, Capricorn. As, yeah, come here, Capricorn. <laughs> we got you. So you've been going through a lot since 2008. You've been in a time of really needing to transform who you are on such a fundamental level. And I know this is a big story. And maybe you think back like, oh, yeah, since 2008, there's been something going on. So totally. fast forward to the beginning of 2018, Saturn, your planet, 
what's called your ruling planet came to Capricorn. And even though Saturn is at home in Capricorn, I think it's really put some stress on you, um, kind of sure. ironically. Because um, now you're just like, I've got to be extra Capricorn. Who am I? What am I doing with this? What I've changed so much, but now who am I in the world? And Capricorn's always looking to build something, make something, yeah. make it tangible. Now it's the thing I do. Well, I think what Capricorns have been challenged around is like, you know, separating who they are from what they do. So uh, I think this wrecking ball yeah. moment. My, <laughs> my Capricorn friends, I love you, but you guys want to do everything. You feel like everything is your responsibility. And that's the thing that's yeah. really going to be your shadow work as you go into mm -hmm. January um, is you are an island. You can't be the boss of everybody. You can only be the boss of yourself. You will always be a hard worker. You always have like a high bar set for yourself and for life, which is great. And others. And, and for others. Um, but this is your, your shadow work as you go particularly into January is that uh, having that courage to really face the, the part of yourself that is like actively working against you is, is saying, no, no, take on more work. Yeah, this is your, this is your responsibility and this is your responsibility. And I don't want you to get kind of crushed. And it's also the kind of work because, you know, a lot of Capricorns will put off doing the thing that they love as their work because they're afraid of, you know, that, that voice of self-doubt and failure and fear creeping in on that. So they do a lot of in the meantime work and they do it well and they even find happiness in it, but maybe not joy. So that's the word that keeps coming up. But um, so if you're a Capricorn, if you're going to work hard, the Saturn-Pluto conjunction may make you really look at those fears. Like why not do it for the thing that makes you feel joyful or feels like your purpose? Why not, why not put yourself or what you love at the top of that list, then maybe you'll get to the other stuff, but no more in the meantime work. See if you can transform that in 2020. And shed your skin. And I say this as a Scorpio, because you are gonna have that, I think, Capricorn really is, is feeling the pressure or has been feeling the pressure as you get closer to that rendezvous with, mm -hmm. with, with Pluto. Um, so I think that kind of that shadow self is stronger, stronger, stronger. So really f have the courage to um, surrender. I know it's hard for yeah, a Capricorn. Shedding skin isn't what Capricorns Shed do. Skin. They build up more and more layers of skin and toughness. So this is actually very counterintuitive for most of the signs. The Saturn... It, it's worth saying that the Saturn-Pluto conjunction is going against your nature right. for almost every sign, um, what we're asking you to do, which is fascinating about astrology. Yeah, it's because, just, yeah. it's like, how do you do the best of you and do it in a different way? Because mm -hmm. yeah, it's, like it's, it's a new time for you, uh, Capricorn, um, you know, especially those that were born um, in the latter parts of Capricorn, um, like January, January 15, 16 onward till about the what 21st, if I'm yeah, doing, yeah. depending on the year, depending yeah. on the year. So th those are the people who might be, might be feeling it the most. And with cancer being your relationship sign, make sure you're opening up to others that right. you're not taking on everything yourself. You're learning to compromise, negotiate, find balance. Um, because relationship is an area that it can potentially really nourish, nourish you at this time. Yeah. Do you, but do you with 
a really good plus one. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, yeah. and I know that Capricorns so value conscious, like they want the best. Um, so make sure that plus one is like the best. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You can still be discriminating right. there. So we got two more signs, those patient Aquarians and Pisces. So always waiting towards always the end. Waiting. <laughs> but uh, Aquarius, this is a very transitional Saturn-Pluto conjunction, very un-Aquarian, flowy, the 12th house, 12th house. release and endings and healing and creativity. And so since 2008, Pluto has been in the most hidden part of your chart. So there's been something that's been happening that you might not even be aware of. It's been very uncomfortable conscious maybe your dreams got are, are very intense or more intense but there's this idea that though at least the way that i see the 12 is that that area of your life talks about the connection to something beyond this world mm -hmm. and we can either be close or open you know it's our choice but sometimes it's time in astrology to work and to nourish that connection so whatever has been in the way may have been slowly working its way out of you and so since the beginning of 2018 with Saturn and Capricorn, you've been in a part of your life where you've had to go within, you've had to search for the deepest answers and existential questions and mm -hmm. spirituality, but also this kind of Marie spiritual condo, you know, yeah. letting go of the kind of the, the unconsciousness that's been in the way and let go of it because you're about to start in 2020, 2021, a whole new 29 year cycle. Saturn's coming to your sign next. Next uh, yes. little preview for March to July of 2020. And then at the end of December, you've got it for a couple of years. So you're about to restructure. You're about to start the new 29-year life cycle. So it really does behoove you to let go of this yeah. stuff. Aquarian tendency might be to avoid those those painful or uncomfortable emotions or sadness or fears or anything. But the more you sweep that aside, the more it kind of becomes the boogeyman under the bed. So the Saturn-Pluto meetup for you is maybe going to be the time where you let you look at the skeletons in the closet, but finally do something about them. Like, you don't need that anymore. You are going on to do something big and meaningful and future-focused. The future really needs Aquarians. Mm -hmm. That's what the 20s are telling us. So get that stuff out of the way. Yeah, you need you. You know, for Aquarius, like, don't bring it with you. Like anything, because if, if you bring it with you, it's with you. It's with you for the next <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. nearly you uh, you know, 30 years. So really be conscientious about the stuff that's still in your, let's say, your psychic blind spots that you don't want to mm -hmm. bring with you into, uh, into the next three decades of your well, life. Very good, uh, good phrases and metaphors. I really like like the way you, you put things, so. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But um, I, yeah. I will just quickly add that Aquarius, because Cancer is a part of your chart that talks about what you need right now, um, just find a routine, find a schedule, start some projects, get organized, mm -hmm. get cl clean, focus on your physical being because you know that you have been maybe a little bit lower energy the past few years. Um, you might find your vitality is a little bit lowered. So just making sure your physical health is uh, has your attention, that's gonna really support and nourish you. And it's actually great, the last thing I'll say to that is, it can be like a moving meditation when you work out or tackle a big cleaning project or a chore. Like, I don't know about you, but I find like sometimes I do some of my best clearing thinking when I'm like 
deep cleaning or whatever. Just like I get the like, biggest downloads sometimes when I'm doing the dishes. Yeah, <laughs> or you listen to a listen to a podcast or an audio book or something you want to learn while you're doing that and uh, multitask your transformation on in. So yeah. All right, last, last. but not least, <laughs> those Pisces. I don't. I love kind of what's happening to Pisces because you are getting a transformation in your 11th house of groups and social justice and activism and collaborations and technology. So yeah, yeah. this wrecking ball may be coming for your friendships if you haven't been mm -hmm. experiencing a lot of changes in your friendships over the last 12 years. Um, this idea that you and, and Pisces, I love you, but sometimes you can like be a little elusive and kind of float where you want to float, but you need allies, you need community, you need social networks. So making sure that the people that are around you and your social networks and your friendships are the best people because Saturn is really has been testing your friendships since mm -hmm. the beginning of 2018. Thank God, because let's be honest, we love you Pisces, but your empathy and love of the world can collect some questionable characters. So this wrecking ball, to, you know, maybe a third of your Facebook friend list may be a good thing. Yeah, clear out the, the wounded birds, the, the ones yes. with the broken wings, the people that you've been kind of uh, taking in astray. It's just like, right. get rid of them because you really want the rock solid people at this at this point in your life um, so that's where you might be seeing a lot of clearing work that's happening it's a part of your chart that also talks about your like ability to kind of look ahead towards the future your your kind of your wishes and your dreams um, so really nur nurturing and nourishing and structuring like write them down you know it's we're talking about Capricorn here Capricorn is about bringing things into manifestation so you have, you're this beautiful sign Pisces I, I, the way that I see Pisces is that you have all the signs with in you that's why you empathize so much with mm -hmm. every sign and every facet uh, of, of life mm -hmm. uh, what do you want to bring into the world and write it down get very clear get very focused yeah and you know uh, in the spirit of encouraging non-projection Pluto some of those friendships may be transformed here maybe who you've been being in the friendship and the um, may shift and you may actually see someone that you thought you were done with revitalize as a great ally so how are you speaking up how are you letting know people letting people know what you need how are you um either enabling or empowering people in your life taking a good look at that would would certainly be worthwhile as the as the new decade begins so and then as cancer being the part of your chart that talks about what you need, you need to be yourself right now, Pisces. Yeah. So with your friendships, people need to see you. They need to kind of see your talents and see what makes you you. Because sometimes maybe you get lost in a crowd or you get kind of like, yeah. you know, mixed in with all these other people that people don't see the real you. I have a good Pisces friend who, since the Saturn uh, cycle began in the beginning of 28, she start, she's very talented, but yeah, kind of held back. Um, she became the PTA president at her son's school, and that was a start for really finding her voice. And now she's working on trying to save uh, a beautiful historic piece of land from being paved into a parking lot 
by the local hospital and she's organizing all the neighbors and you know maybe running for school board now and like becoming this unlikely in her own mind maybe voice um to champion what she feels is right so if you're a pisces and you haven't attached yourself to a project for the world or something that's bigger than you you may find that that's where you know like it's not like you have to come out and tell your friends all your dirty laundry no people will see who you are by who you're being in the world and what you bring and the way you change the planet or life on it for others so let your actions and deeds and values and compassion. vision for the future yeah and your beautiful natural compassion really drive where you put your energy in 2020. There's so many bigger things than the petty dramas that could pull you in and have in the past. So so that's the Zodiac. That's the Zodiac. That's the Zodiac in the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. So um, you'll be hearing a lot about it, I'm sure, at the beginning of the year. But really hope that these tips yeah, give you some power yeah do remember uh that jupiter is also in capricorn throughout 2020 mm -hmm. so as things get cleared and maybe wrecked in the best possible way <laughs> you do have jupiter that potentially can bring in a lot of new opportunities right. and give you the faith in order to build something new and something that is much more suited for what you need right now and much more hopefully in the, in the truth of who you are no need to dwell because Jupiter's in town giving you a new assignment that's going to be a lot more fun. So Capricorn isn't usually the sign we associate with fun, but with Jupiter there, we can actually have some fun or at least make it an adventure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and also Saturn is going to be leaving Capricorn, as you said, in from spring, March, yeah. you know, March 21st, um, you know, for at least for here, until July 1st, and um, that's going to give us all a preview of that next big chapter of our life, but I think that when Saturn gets back into Capricorn, one last round one in last July, round July, July to December, to December yeah. um, I think take all that wisdom, take everything that you realized at the beginning of this year and the, and the, we'll say the wins that you had. And then when Saturn goes back into Capricorn, that's going to give you that one last chance to fine tune and to integrate. And I, I always feel like Saturn, when it gets to the end of a sign, it's like, wow, what did you learn? Right. You know, Eat your vegetables so you can have your superpowers this summer and spring. And I think when Saturn finally leaves Capricorn, if we have been doing our work, and I've seen this before with people, they get the little pat on the back. They're like, okay, yeah. great. You you did a great job. Like, here, here's the keys to the car. Here's your promotion yeah. here's your upgrade so i'm mm -hmm. wishing you all to have a big upgrade in 2020 it's just it's going to require that we do some work and do some shadow work but you know i'm a scorpio I, I what's know a little you, shadow, what's a little shadow work among scorpios <laughs> but yeah let's get that upgrade so wishing you that for 2020 and beyond so katie where can people find out more of your work uh Great. How to book a reading. Great question. So you can find me online at empoweringastrology.com. I put content out five days a week. I do monthly horoscopes, which people seem to really love. Mm -hmm. um, I also do new and full moon reports. I like to kind of place people into what's the new moon asking them? You know, what's mm -hmm. the full moon asking them? How can we work with this energy, especially if it's sometimes difficult energy? Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Like as I, we were saying, I'm on the grams in the books all yep. the grams and the books. we have the links below um, the video and yeah. so i am also putting uh content up there five 
days a week, but I really want you all to go to empoweringastrology.com slash starstruck so you can get your PDF worksheet on how you can work with this energy because I awesome. I'm a secret Virgo I want to make sure that everybody can kind of like ground this information and make yeah. it practical and work with it and but you got it's got like a lot of really great tips on how to let's say do the work but what do you need in order to balance out some of this heavy energy so make sure you have a buddy make sure you have a partner make sure Get those practical tips those practical tips going mm -hmm. forward and head over to that URL to get the rest of them. Yeah, so. and, and that's also where you can book consultations with me. I love working one-on-one -on -one with people. And, and yes, Great. my style of, of astrology is more of a coaching type of astrology because people need that. People so. need that. I want you to be your best you and maybe the Scorpio in me, that kind of threshold worker, that spiritual doula. How do I help mm -hmm. to bring you to the next phase of your life? So a lot of what I do is I, I hold space and I'm using this kind of opening of the space for you to see things differently. I am also a psychic medium, so I do bring that dynamic to my work. And it's kind of gift that keeps on giving. Right. A little extra, uh, yeah. Working with the soul. And so I'm a little bit more of a spiritual astrologer. Maybe that's not everybody's cup of tea, but uh, what you have to do what feels right for you, of course. Bring her your soul. Yeah, bring, bring me and your, your birth soul. data. <laughs> I promise I will you. take really good care of your soul. I will not be a bad Scorpio. <laughs> I was like, no, I have your soul. As we and, uh, insert diabolical laugh. No, you took very good no. care of everyone's souls here. And Not in this lifetime. Maybe yeah, in other no, lifetimes, this no. one, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, do good. And to Phoenix help. Scorpio. Yes. Trans yes. The sign of transformation. So come and get your transformation on with Katie. And have a great 2020. Have a very great 2020, very productive 2020. And I... This is this. Let's use this as a pep talk. I know you guys can do it. So you can do it. You can do You've it. You got this. Bye. Bye.